Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What kind of sick person do you have to be to read 19 pages of tiny italicized text from Apple? You know you don't know what them words mean. You don't know no. what them words. Yeah, what are you talking about, Tim Cook? I don't want to read your writing. Are you fucking kidding me? Give me my phone. I got hoes to text, Tim. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they are awaiting my pain. Sure. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another spectacular, devastating, hilarious episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories, and we finally prove that in the year 2000, Bugle Boy Jeans put a very slow hit out on Trick Daddy, and that is the sole reason his life has been continuously falling apart. He said some mean shit about Bugle Boy Jeans. He made them feel like some hoes, and they've been trying to kill my man Trick Daddy ever since. We know what you're up to, Bugle Boy Jeans. We'll never let it happen to our Lord and Savior, Trick Daddy. He loves kids, and we love him. Trick Daddy, we're here for you. I'm your host, Langston Kerman, as always. I don't know why I feel so passionately about Trick Daddy and Bugle Boy Jeans. It, it's what I live for. I wake up every day, and I, I check in on my boy Trick and make sure that he's doing just fine. I suppose my guest today probably also has feelings about Trick Daddy. I don't know if she's pro Trick Daddy or, or anti Trick Daddy. 
Trick loves the kids. Trick loves the kids. And I believe that my guest today loves the kids as well. She's hilarious. She's one of my favorite people. You know her from Southside. She's a writer and she plays Officer Turner on Southside. Breakout goddamn star. You know her. You love her. Give it up for my guest, Chandra Russell. Thank you, Paul. It's so warm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It feels good in your it heart. It does. It does. Yeah. A little applause. We all need it. Right. And it's early in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Well, well it's 10 o'clock. I wouldn't call this early. This is this is standard and time. And you know it's even ghettoer is noon for me because I'm in Chicago. So. Wow. <laughs> so you don't even get to call it morning. <laughs> I'm Your a whole mom. day is done. <laughs> Talking about some morning. It's early in the morning. <laughs> Dude, ever since I had a kid, everything is I'm a mom, bro. I'm a mom. I was up. Sure. Time <laughs> doesn't time doesn't exist the same way that it does for us free people. Exactly. True. That's fair. Okay. I'm excited because you came to us today with uh I would say a conspiracy theory that I've always I've felt in my heart of hearts to be true, but I've never done the work to really unpack in any kind of way. It's just something that I've sort of like whispered amongst my friends and family, but I'm so happy that we get to unpack it today. You said, my mama told me. Ancestry.com and all the various genealogy companies are government scams to collect black people's DNA for nefarious purposes. Facts. Facts. Okay. Okay. All right. Deborah Russell has yes. been saying this for years. Okay. Love it. <laughs> you know, because when I, I was thinking about other stuff that was like, okay, more fun, but I was like, no, this is like dead ass my mom's conspiracy theory. Like, and she's full mm. of them. But I feel like it makes sense because if you black and you live through the sixties and seventies and eighties and you don't believe in conspiracy theories, then mm-hmm. you might be a problem. You sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah, what right. happened to you that you ain't bought in on the idea of the government doing some mean shit to black people? Right, right. So this one, I mean, she's been holding to for so long. Like, I feel like when it first started popping, I really wanted to do it. And I was like, oh, we should do it as a family because they say everybody should do it together, right? That's how you get yeah. the most, you know, genomes. Oh, hold on. And and I'll say this. So that's how they get you. That's how they get you. They say everybody's got to do it. It can't just be one family member. We're going to need your whole family bought in. Right. And so I was trying to hurry up and do it while I still had one grandparent alive. I was like, well, we need to do it while granny's still here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She got dementia. She don't know shit. She can't tell us who nobody <laughs> is. So... We need that swab. <laughs> and my mom, she was just like, absolutely not. Like, I yeah. refuse. She's like, well, what's the government going to do with that DNA? And I'm like, well, Ma, they already they already have your DNA, I'm sure. And she's like, no, not like this. Not right. like this. Not that sweet mouth swab. They got some of it, but they ain't got nothing voluntary that I, I just handed over. Right, right. And then get my children, my husband, mm-hmm. my siblings, you know, gave everybody shit. And, right. you know, and she just been sticking to like, look, the government's going to take that DNA, you know, and put that shit everywhere. Like, sure. Everywhere. I- this is exciting. So let's unpack a little bit of the everywhere that she's imagining. When you say everywhere, meaning that they're going to be like planting her oh. DNA. Oh, yes. Yes. OK. That is like, <laughs> dude, that is like her OG you know, because I checked in with her about it like the other day. I'm like, look, I'm about to go on. I'm about to tell people what you be talking sure. about. Are you cool? And she's like, yes. And she's like, the big thing is 
they're going to be taking that DNA and they're going to be yep. planting it on, you know, all types of uh, crime scenes, you know, all types of places you never were. Because yeah. you know, she's like, right now, the biggest thing people have is like, oh, there's no DNA evidence. I wasn't there. She's like, well, now you basically gave them the shit they need. Right. You've you've equipped them with the possibility of, oh, that a bank got robbed. Well, guess what? Miss Russell is the person who robbed the bank because she did the DNA test and she gave them all the equipment to be able to, to right. prove she was there. Right. And I don't know why, you know, she's so concerned that people are after her. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm -hmm. you know. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what did your mom do that she's like constantly worried that somebody's trying to blackmail her? I'm always concerned, you know, because people do have full lives before they have you, you know, parents mm -hmm. of people before. And I'm like, Ma, what type of shit were you into? Because I've always <laughs> known you'd be a first lady. You know, she does anti-racism work. I mean, she does do anti-racism work, so they could be. Uh-oh. They could There be we working. go. Okay, now we're connecting some dots here. So your mother works in a profession yeah. against the very idea of racism, which we know historically the government is not a big fan of. Damn. The government does not like it when black people are like, please stop being mean to us. And so subsequently, she has every right to be afraid that they would pick her out and do something horrible to her because of her her community. Damn, and she has been down for 20 years. I have to call mm. Deb up after this and be like, you know, <laughs> you was right. <laughs> they on your ass. Sure. <laughs> okay so I, I like where we're going with this I wonder when she originally said it to you when she goes no I ain't doing that because the government blah 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 were you immediately bought into this what was your reaction to this news I mean initially I was bummed right because mm -hmm. I feel like just like as an African American like Obviously, we have a culture, but it's a culture that we have created over years. You know what I'm saying? And we took scraps, ashes, you know, beatings yeah. and made the hot shit that the whole world wanted to dance to. Right. But right. like I have so many, you know, friends that are like African and stuff and they have like actual culture mm -hmm. and shit. They have like holidays and rituals. And I don't know. I wanted to feel connected to something. Right. You want to be Cape Verdean. You want right. to know where, where your shit's from. I want to be like, yeah. oh, I'm go-go people. I want to fucking try. Yeah. And so I was like, this is the time. This is the moment. And when she, you know, shut that shit down, I was bummed. But I was like, my mom does have the points, though. Right. You know, so I paused, like, because I could have just went and did it on my own. Right. Mm -hmm. But then they did get me to start thinking. I'm like, damn, what the fuck are they doing with this DNA? Like, Right. That's the thing is that at the end of the day, I do genuinely believe, I guess I, I kind of believe that they are giving us information from the DNA, right? But like, then you just have it. Then you just have it and you have a shit ton of information about me that I otherwise didn't know. And you just keep that information. So I'm just meant to believe that you just put that in a database and left it the fuck alone. Right. I've seen enough, you know, superhero movies to know that <laughs> All, every, right, the real money isn't fucking with the government, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like, 
Facebook sure. money ain't in getting you friends. This is no. selling your shit. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Mark Zuckerberg's passion isn't for me to reconnect with the chick I was kind of hot for in high school. Right. His real passion is for taking that connection and then selling it to somebody who can then market it. And maybe it's just selling me and that lady some tickets to an event <laughs> that we can go to and bump into each other and get horny together. Or alternatively, it could be selling my information to like spies who are then going to like do something very horrible and scary to me and that girl absolutely and side note mark zuckerberg's other passion is ruining high school reunions because he ruined my 10 year reunion because nobody fucking went because everybody was like oh i saw you on facebook and i was very excited to go so all of y'all should be ashamed because i looked very good and i was excited okay, anyway. so you show up at this 10 year reunion you did it big you got all your fancy clothes on and nobody's there because they were all just like nah i'm good i did not go because we had a whole facebook group about it and it was only two people committed my graduating class was like almost 700 people wow. it was two people talking about going and then one dude he was like a club promoter he had tried to co-op the reunion mix it in with his cousin's oh. birthday party and have us do it at the <laughs> club where he worked and was like charging like Twenty dollars. They had like a dress code. We was like, the fuck? What? <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's the high school reunion slash my cousin's birthday party. What a and great the cousin mix. was like three years younger than us. I'm like, this motherfucker wasn't even in in our class. Like, why right. are we celebrating with him? What is he for? Who who is he? Who right. this man? Right. So since wasn't nobody going, you know, I want to be the third person showing up. But I was tight. I was in town and everything. I was ready. Man. Okay, so you're disappointed when your mom tells you that she doesn't want to do this. Yes. Do you think there's something that could happen that could convince your mother that this is not the case? I'm curious about that because having worked around racial justice, having worked, having been a woman who grew up in the 60s, 70s, is there anything you think that could happen that would give her comfort about sharing her DNA with these companies? No, uh-uh, no. Because I've tried to circle back, you know, multiple times. And mind you, when she first said, like, I never did the research until preparing for this. And, like, mm -hmm. you know, since doing the research, now I'm a little more like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. she right, <laughs> could be a crackhead. Could be a crackhead. But I've definitely circled back, like, multiple times. Like, when they got that Evolve version that was like, oh, we're going to take you to, you know, your actual tribe. Because, you know, they get better and better mm -hmm. every year. And, you right. know, and I was like, Ma, like, they're they going to give you the tribe. And she was like, how the fuck they know? Right. I didn't know these tribes. Who these, who these yes. tribes? How? How? Uh -huh. how? How far back can they go? She said, nah. See, that's the part that I struggled with in, in all of this, because I don't actually know that I've done enough stuff for them to benefit from using my DNA. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that like your mom obviously is like murdered people and like <laughs> that's that's her thing. But like for me, I don't know that like I'm going to be their main target. But the thing that I always question is exactly what she said. How the fuck do they know? Because the reality is white people don't know that much about black culture and we live next to them. You're going <laughs> to tell me that that you're you've like unpacked the details of these obscure African tribes that right. like you you ain't studied this shit. And it's all your whole staff is a bunch of white people. How the fuck do y'all know? Right. And see, and that is the gag of like how they're trying to convince you 
that they need those older people's DNAs, especially like people of color, right? Because I have a mm-hmm. friend who's like, you know, Filipino and stuff. And like, she she was like, they're always like sending me shit, like emailing her, you know, like, because they want like this tribal DNA, you yeah. know? And it's, I don't know, something about that shit just feels very, very sus. Hell know? yeah. Because like these, a lot of these, you know, people, they want to be left alone. They don't want no more uh, white interactions, okay? Right. They had enough, <laughs> okay? And that's the other layer of it is that every time they send this shit back, there's nothing but it's always like, hey, you're 30% this thing. But guess what? You secretly are 8% this weird thing that you didn't know you were. Look at you. You you have Polish. And it's like, bitch, hold on. So you just threw in some extra shit that I wasn't really asking for, which means that you don't actually know what I am. This is just like the closest you could guess based off the database you have. You know what right. I mean? That like. You just got a whole bunch of Polish DNA sitting around and you're like, I don't know. It looks the same. Let's just tell him he, he got some Polish up in Let him. me throw this shit on this dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He, look like, he look like he be into that. Like right. Polish people. He, well, let me tell you. So my nephew, my older brother's son, him and his mom, they did do Uh-oh. a test, right? And we actually, see, I'm glad this whole moment came up because it allowed us to discover this as a family because we didn't know really, you know, this happened. And my brother knew, but he hadn't said anything. And so my nephew, who is what's his name, 11, 12, I don't know. You know, the kids, I get tricky. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know. The boy is growing. He, right, he's growing. He's a man now. You know what I'm saying? man. You know, I'm running around putting on deodorant and shit. I'm like, what? Uh, what? You know how to do that? Good for you, man. I'm so proud of him. He really does keep up with the smell goods. I'm like. Oh, that's oh, good. I'm proud. I'm proud. You yeah. Know, boys be stanking around that age. <laughs> but, so she did it, and he told my brother like oh i found out on my dad's side on my paternal side i'm two percent asian mm. so i'm like okay so that makes my brother four percent asian we have the same parents i'm four percent asian <laughs> i'm like i do not feel very asian you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you know? I, do. I know he's saying it but i am not feeling asian today i just i don't know i'm like bruh and that shit made me yeah Mm. Mm-hmm. and i was like i asked myself i said so what kind of asian you say i don't know just asian i'm like okay what's the whole bunch oh you mean that massive fucking continent that like literally could be anything from you know uh, a fucking indian person to a vietnamese person like that doesn't it doesn't mean anything until you unpack the these specific details and again i think that's part of the scam that they're running is like we don't know what this shit is we've never recognized this before in our lives but we know your goofy ass don't know where you're from so we'll just tell you you're asian see what happens you know my nephew running around he, he thinking he asian now mm-hmm. he's geeked he's excited <laughs> you know what i'm saying like he ran around he's like you know we the asians i'm like all right, right. We, the, we the asians four percent like what <laughs> and then and like four it four percent obviously is like feels like an insignificant amount right but then that means mm-hmm. okay one of my parents you know is potentially you know eight percent it just keeps doubling and yep. like somewhere along the line there would need to be a full asian person now i have a picture of my mother's grandparents and all of their kids yep. they are black black like sharecropping angry <laughs> face you know how all them pictures of black people you know back in the day very angry looking you know just what i'm saying a- just that humming underneath every picture just you know what i'm saying and they look like they all whoop ass you know uh-huh. aggressively 
you know, definitely get a switch type people. Sure. I'm like, ain't no Asian in these motherfuckers. Ain't no Asian in there. And ain't that's, no and, and I would argue, and this is where I start getting real conspiratorial, because I would argue that the reason that they told your nephew that he's 2% Asian is because they're secretly trying to undermine his connection to his black roots. They're making him feel like his black experience is less valuable and therefore being like, hey, but you're a little Asian in there. And then somehow this nigga feels special because he got some Asian mixed in that. It's violence against the black community. And I'll hear nothing more of this Asian uh bullshit Langston you might be my mama's son <laughs> where is she right now she would be in the back like go off yes. <laughs> I mean that's deep you know that's, yeah that's deep they try to trick us <laughs> I've said this before I think that even like the pitch of black excellence is a scam that white people ran on us where they tried to convince us that like by being closer to whiteness in some kind of way we were exceptional when in fact we were pretty dope before when it wasn't like you know compared to anybody else let's just be dope instead of like qualifying it as like well that's that's different than the black that we've known all this time. That's that's something special. It's unique in some kind of way. Well, see, and to bringing up the proximity to whiteness like that has been also on a personal level for me. One of the reasons why I have been kind of hesitant as well, just because like I'm very light skinned. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've know, noticed. You saw <laughs> you saw that. And, you know, because I'm in the Midwest, I'm getting paler and paler, honey. Oh, my God. It's just a, whoo, it's a problem. And so I know, like. When I take it, I'm like, it's probably all this like white is going to jump out on the page, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'm not going to be feeling all the way good, you know, about yeah. that. Like, I, don't, I don't know if I want that shit, you know, and because right now all I know is black. My parents is black. They parents is black. They parents, parents, parents is black. I don't yep. know no white people. You know, I got a lot of cousins <laughs> now got white women and stuff, you know. Sure. I, I hope they don't hear this. Everybody it's being this. introduced, but that's the future. That ain't right. the, that's, that's not the kids. past. You know, that's right. the key. I don't know that, you know, I don't have none of that. And so I feel like when I take that test, because like mad of my like light skin friends, they come back with all this. And they're like, oh, did you know I'm Sicilian? And I'm like, no, I knew you was a nigga who's light skin. Like, what mm-hmm. you mean? I don't know about your Sicilian heritage. Like, And to that pizza. point. <laughs> To that point, they're not giving you that information and then providing you with like uh, a chance to build relationships in Sicily where like now you get to connect back to your home or feel more in place with the Sicilian community. All you get is a sheet of paper that says I'm Sicilian and then you got to go out like a dumbass and tell people that and they go, you ain't Sicilian, motherfucker. You eat grits. And then (laughs) that's just your life now. (laughs) It's just a, a, a grit eating motherfucker who's telling people he's sicilian like a like an idiot right right but what they are doing though like uh maybe it's 23 and me has like that partnership with airbnb and it's like hey mm-hmm. go go explore your roots right yep so you and and it's for black people i feel like it's particularly offensive right because it's like you took away all my shit right you took away my language <laughs> you took away any connection and then yep. you finna sell it back to me charge me all this bread to go travel to yes. these exotic places and I'm going to get over there and I'm going to be waiting to be welcome home and nobody going to give a fuck about me. You know, I'll be yes. like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> I'm home. Like, That's exactly right. 
you're showing up expecting to feel at home in a place that is not your home. And the only reason they're making it your home is because they have a partnership with Airbnb that ensures that they get more money on the back end by your goofy ass traveling over there. Right. That's it. That It's your home for three days because that's what you could afford to pay for in going to whatever country you they tricked you into believing you you're gonna come back with you know some keychains some beaded necklaces Uh you know just some (laughs) some shit off the street you know you can hand it out to all your friends like my people made this you know and then that's gonna be the end of it And, and your people don't even wear that shit back home you know what I mean? It's not it's like my wife and I just came back from Mexico and we were in Isla Mujeres, which is like a tiny little island by Cancun, whatever. And like you're you're walking around there and they're selling you all this shit. And every shop is selling a version of the exact same thing to tourists. And not one of the people in that city, in that little town are wearing any of that stuff because it's junk. It doesn't mean anything to them. It's just trinkets. They're not wearing the beaded choker that says Mexico. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got a bunch of them from Belize. I got them from every place. Ain't nobody wearing that shit. No, ain't nobody wearing that shit because they know it's bullshit and they know you don't belong there. Damn. Oh, my heart. (laughs) Langston, where do I belong? We're going to take a break. We're going to let Chandra gather herself and her heart. We'll be back with more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. 
Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. Mom, do you ever feel, you know, not so fresh? Ew, no, no, no. Yeah, we're back here with more Chandra Russell, more my mama told me. We're still talking about the the nefarious wants of these genealogy sites and what they plan to do with our DNA. So your brother took it. My nephew. Oh, your nephew and his mother took it. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was your brother's response in sort of like finding this out? Because he's been left out of the equation to some extent. Right, right. Well, you know... Certainly, you know, that's the probably thing, you know, y'all should decide on together, you know what I'm saying, before you go ahead and give the government right. access, okay? <laughs> um, but, like, we were watching some, because I'm staying actually with, you know, that brother mm-hmm. and his fiance, my nephew, and so we were watching together, like, some, some videos about this stuff, and, like, as we're getting deeper and deeper to it, like, my brother, he just starts getting quieter and quieter. And like mm. I'm like, yo, why you getting why you getting so quiet? He was like, Man, they got me. They got, me. <laughs> they got my shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then he's starting to counter panic, you know, a little bit. And then like, I'm like, oh my God. They got my shit. They got your shit. They got my shit. Oh my right. God. And then we like, you know, my nephew, he's doing, you know, online school. And so he comes down for his lunch, his little thirty minute lunch period or whatever. We just like staring at him like right. Man, dude ratted us out, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now you ain't here. Now you ain't here resenting an eleven-year-old because of because of a choice he made innocently that he wanted to just find out where he's from. That's it. He just wanted to know his people. And also, let me put it out there: me and my brother are not criminals. So why mm-hmm. are we so paranoid? We didn't do shit. You know who else wasn't a criminal? Uh, Sada Shakur. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of history of people not being criminals and ending up in positions where they are basically right. blamed. She, she's still in queue. Baby girl can't can never come home. Never coming home because <laughs> she, in their mind, she's a criminal. They and just it's on decided site with her. The government, home. it's on site. Man, the person that they have posted up at the airport, cracking their knuckles, waiting for her to get off that airplane. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope that person is just as old as she is, and they've been waiting all this time for her. Wait. <laughs> Wait, since the seventies and shit, they just dry cracking. <laughs> get off the plane, bitch! You know they who just it is. Waiting. And as soon as they get her, they'll die. Like that's uh, all that's fueling their life force. Sure, it's all they have left is punching the side in the face. <laughs> all right, let's get into this research, and I'm so excited that you came with your own research. But let's start with the the basics of what you've sort of brought to us. It is true. It's 100 percent true. This is not a, even up for debate that these sites do, in fact, sell the data that they collect to third party companies for genetic drug research. Mm-hmm. That's what you found as well. Absolutely. So 100 percent, they are going off after you give them this DNA. They are selling this DNA to someone else for genetic drug research. Now, they claim that this is all part of the consent form that you sign when you join these sites, that that's like written in the little small text of if all they the know things. You ain't reading. You ain't reading exactly. Shit. You don't never read it. When your phone asks you some shit, you scroll right to the bottom and press mm. yes. You don't read that agreement. 
what kind of psychopath would read it? Exactly. So in talking about sort of this third party sale, right, in 2018, GlaxoSmithKline, which is, I guess, a company, I don't know, announced a $300 million deal with 23andMe. That deal entailed that they can use the data to analyze the storage sample, investigate new drugs to develop and genetic data for how patients are selected for clinical trials. So basically, they made a $300 million deal to directly get like whatever data comes out of the 23andMe. Now, I didn't even know that shit. This shit goes deeper than I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. $300 million is what your DNA is potentially worth for these companies. You out here giving that, you paying to give that shit away. Right. And they're telling you that it's for curing diseases and it's for basically like helping you become a healthier, you know, making sure that the things that the genetic stuff that's wrong with us doesn't continue in the future, blah, blah, blah. But how do we know that? What proof do we have that that's the research that they're doing? Mm. Mm. I don't mm. know. Is that's exactly right? I I don't know either. Because <laughs> these because they didn't had access, you know, to this stuff for a little minute. I ain't seen no shit get cured. No, mm -hmm. you know, common cold ain't off the market. Okay, now you're doing it. Oh, that's exactly right. Not one thing. You're telling me that over the decade now that you've been able to track my DNA and use it and then give it to these third parties to fix stuff. Not once have they come out and been like, hey, thanks to your DNA, ain't no more AIDS. We got rid right. of that. I mean, motherfuckers ain't even cured eczema. Black people run around right. itching. <laughs> itching. Y'all can't even cure eczema with 10 years. My DNA, bro. Mm. Yeah, that's all. And and listen, that's all. It maybe for me at least. I can't speak for your mother, but that's all it would take for me is for like you to be able to walk out and say, "Hey, it, no more are you going to have to put on calamine lotion. It is cured. <laughs> it's over. You're free, eczema-ridden uh, people." And never do it. I don't know. I just. I mean. Look, my mom's a Taurus. Oh, you're also a Taurus. And she's a very, yeah. very, you know, stubborn individual. And I just feel like, I mean, I feel like she'd be talking about the same shit we talking about. Like, she would have to mm -hmm. look at it and be like, well, 10 years, y'all ain't cured not a goddamn thing. Right. No. I'm good. No. Yeah. You know, shit. You put the bread in the oven, it don't rise. It's a problem. Like, y'all not doing <laughs> nothing, you know? <laughs> Stop handing me this wet bread. I'm right. trying to eat. Right. No, y'all sus. <laughs> okay. Here's where it gets even more sus is that some people argue that having your genetic data stolen, which is a real issue that they're sort of dealing with right now, is the possibility of genetic data sort of being taken, right, is more dangerous than having your social security number or your credit card stolen that it actually like has way higher risk than anything else that we normally like you worry about losing your passport and what that could mean. And they're saying like, no, your genetic shit could blow up your whole fucking world. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like that's your whole being, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. okay, uh, and look, okay. I know this is random, but I just had this thought, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, damn, imagine 
all the voodoo that could be getting done to your ass too. You know oh. what I'm <laughs> okay. All right. That's where your brain went. That's fascinating. I like this. I so know. <laughs> your instinct was not, oh, they're going to use my genetic data to potentially grow another version of me that like does some Will Smith Gemini like double Gemini man shit. You're saying, nah, they're going to like grow my genetic data and then like poke it with a needle and then I'm going to have a, a pain in my hip. Now, what I'm, now what I'm always. saying is, is that they going to do both and. Okay. okay. You know, the yes and moment. I'm saying it is going to be doing that. It is going to be a bunch of you. You know, what they're sure. going to be doing to all them versions of you is going to be sad. You know what I'm saying? It's going to mm-hmm. be fucked up. You know, it's going to be like us times 32 million. Just a, right. a bunch of you fucked up somewhere. But also, I'm like, damn. Like, what if, okay, there's a, a carrier, right? Everybody's human and they're supposed to be taking that shit from one place to another. And what, what if they're drunk or high or something? You know, these are just humans. Regular yep. ass people with your, the most important shit you have. Oh, and the shit slipping their bag or something. Now they got your shit. It falls somewhere else. Basically, a voodoo person could get your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Somehow, some way, shit does get out. Sure. And that's the challenge is like at the end of the day, we are handing our genetic DNA over to human beings. We're not handing them over to like these these sort of like flawless creatures who are going to promise to do good things with them. So there's always the possibility that somebody gets drunk or high or is being a dickhead that day and gives my stuff to a voodoo priestess. And now all of a sudden I'm cursed forever. Right. Well, what if somebody just don't want to be the daddy? You know what I'm saying? You work in there. You got access to all these you know, spit swabs, you know, my man spit swab with yours. Right. And now we got a fucking problem because my <laughs> man got this outside kid and I'm fucked up. Sure. The dude who works on Maury is out here swapping out some spits so that you can get off and you ain't got to be responsible for that kid that looks just like you, even though the eyebrows match and all that. Exactly. Exactly. You know I, like I, don't, I don't trust Maury ass either. Okay? <laughs> Maury, we know you're in on it. Maury, you silly bitch. We know what the fuck you're up to. Maury is demonic. Okay. Yeah. You got to watch all, you know, all the balls. Okay. You got to watch everything. I will say that Maury's ability to pretend to feel something after like two decades of like watching people cry over kids that either are theirs or aren't theirs is it's pretty uh it's psychopathic. It's like sociopathic level work that he's doing. And I've been watching a lot since I've been here because my, you know, my sister-in-law, like she, she watches TV like an elderly person. She watches like mm-hmm. judge shows, Maury, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you sit with her, it really is like being with an old person and been watching Man Maury. And I'm shocked. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers is still going on here Yep. with, with seven people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how much you know but i feel like we talking about dna tests i feel like those little you know DNA, they have to be like 20 dollars at this point you sure. know what i'm saying like they want your dna they're thirsty yes. for you to give it to them like it, so that they listen, can use it for these nefarious purposes they've they've made it so that's all maury does on his show at this point and part of that is probably just collecting dna Maury is the the Mark Zuckerberg of DNA, right? Mark Zuckerberg is collecting our digital DNA and Maury's collecting our physical DNA. Mm-hmm. Now, with some people listening and they laughing and, you know, clowning, but look, could be a crackhead. Keep your could. eyes open. <laughs> Keep that eye open. Stop <laughs> stop giggling, motherfucker, and do something. Right. Shit. Maury's on your ass. Okay. Okay. So here's the part that I think, even if we're going to skip past some of our current theories about voodoo and 
and uh we'll get back to the science yes and the the petri dish babies and all that shit what has been proven is that hackers can use the data that they get from these dna sites to monetize for insurance companies and basically go to these insurance companies make them pay big money for the information that they've collected and then allow the insurance companies to then use that to deny you coverage or increase your premiums based on the information they find dark <laughs> Yes, it's dark. super fucked up. You can't even like make a make a funny with that, you know, like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's it's, dark. It's fucking crazy. So these insurance companies basically we benefit from our insurance not knowing anything about us, right? That like as long as they don't know that like secretly my knee hurts every time I wake up, they then are meant to protect me at the time that I go to the hospital and say, "Hey, my knee hurts." But at the moment that they're able to analyze my DNA and realize that I come from a history of shitty knees, they then get to decide we're not going to cover anything relating to your knees or, or physical ailments because those are pre-existing conditions. Well, I think we just, you know, undid them collecting that for medical information so they can do some curing. OK, because we saw the bread and rise, but we see what is changing. The yep. insurance policies. Exactly. It's exactly right. And now here's where it gets even scarier. Furthermore, because these sites offer something called like predictive technology, where they're able to identify the likelihood of genetic disorders and diseases, insurance companies can basically like minority report you for the shit that might be coming in your genetic history or in your genetic future. You know what I'm saying? You don't even give me a chance to defy my ancestry. Hell no. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. They just go, nope, you have a small likelihood of having diabetes. So we will not cover you for anything related to something like that. Damn. My son, he already played because we got a lot of hypertension running through this family. (laughs) And your snitch ass nephew just ruined it for him. He's so close to me, too. Right across that hall. <laughs> he needs to hear this. Put the boy on the phone. I've got things to tell. No, I'm about to pull his ass out of school. Excuse me, teacher. Excuse Sorry. me. No, no, no. The real learning. No. Right Sorry. Here, right uh, here. A comedian in Los Angeles needs to yell at him for five minutes, real quick. He needs to. He needs to get off. These teachers don't care. They're so damn tired. They'd be like, "Take the boy by." <laughs> Whatever. Exactly. But, well, so some of the research that I, I did was really mm-hmm. like specifically getting to that criminal stuff because like my mom like that was like her biggest thing about it like she was like they're going to be putting splashing that dna heavily mm-hmm. on crime scenes and so yep. you know when i was researching it like they definitely did catch uh, the golden state killer okay yes. through this stuff now look i don't feel bad for dude you know terrorized california 70s and 80s kill rape whatever problematic but the fact that they found this man through DNA from his third cousin that was sent to one of these genealogy websites, okay? You know, the average mm-hmm. American has over, over 800 third cousins. That means a person you never even knew is going right. to you. You don't even know this person. 800, sure. that's a lot of motherfuckers. Right. Okay? Yeah, we're all related to, to Genghis Khan somewhere down the line. Somewhere this- down the line. What the fuck like that? You're putting me in a position where, like, like you said, a person that I have zero connection to potentially could be the reason that I'm going to jail 
for things that if we look at the history of DNA in this country, have been proven to have been falsified for various reasons, right? That DNA Absolutely. is not is not 100% guaranteed to be like, correct and based on like crime scenes there's you know all sorts of reasons why the dna might be contaminated and keep us from getting the correct results from our research absolutely and there's just you know pure laziness which happens often and yep. so like it could have been your whole cousin who did some shit but but you mad yes hi i'm going to put you in prison <laughs> for many many so years so I'm also glad you brought up the crime stuff because these DNA companies, along with selling them your DNA to these various like uh, research organizations, they are also now connecting with police organizations to basically directly feed DNA that way. And one of the things that the big fancy thinkers are worried about is that police are going to not only use this DNA to catch people like the Golden State Killer, which obviously is a person who's murdering, raping, doing awful sort of big crimes but they're now going to start trying to do it for little crimes like they're going to be like tracking the dna of people who'd like do minor shoplifting but then put them in jail for long periods of time because they did the work the work they found the person so now they're going to be adding like major sentences for extremely minor incidents y'all better stop throwing them little roaches on the ground uh-huh. Dispose of that, <laughs> that little blunt piece, okay? Yep. Because <laughs> they're going to be grabbing it, bagging it up, and attaching you to somebody. Exactly. And now now you're going to prison for smoking a blunt. You smoke the blunt. You ain't sell the blunt. Uh, you ain't even really enjoy. Maybe you didn't inhale like Bill Clinton, but all of a sudden, you are connected to this crime permanently, and you are a person who who is uh, you're in jail for a drug offense because of what you decided to enjoy for a moment. I mean, it's like, at this point, is this even so heavily a conspiracy theory or are we just speaking facts you know what i'm saying like hey, listen i feel that way almost every week and then somebody gets in my mentions they're like hey you need to relax i'm like okay that's fair but no 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 foot on the gas foot on the gas mm -mm, don't listen to that person they asked me to be connected by a blunt exactly <laughs> we are trying to save lives right you going to blunt jail meanwhile me and my people are going to be free because we foot on the gas we're going as far as we need to take it unfortunately i will also be in jail because my nephew wanted right. to find out that he was asian <laughs> two percent travel to japan and find his people or something i love it Okay, so this is the last little piece of research that I think we should we should unpack because I was mentioning earlier about the idea that they sort of use these things against you in terms of your insurance, but that's not the only way that they can use this DNA against you. One of the things that they've also started to do is to use these things against you in terms of your ability to buy houses or own land. In places like California, for example, it's legal to ask for genetic information in residential like real estate transactions. So you in applying for a 30 year mortgage, someone could demand your genetic information and then deny you that mortgage because they think you won't live long enough to pay it all the way off. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That like, you're probably going to die before we, we get all our money. So we just won't give you the house that you need to keep living. And that's shady because I feel like, you know, historically black people have been relying on that for a long time, you know? 
Mm-hmm. My mom got bills right now. She's like, shit, I ain't going to worry about them. I'm going to die before that's done. Right. <laughs> right. That's that's a scam black people have been counting on for years. Damn, they years. out scamming. Woo, woo. The government always out scamming black folks. And they always be talking about we the welfare queens. No, it's y'all. Yep. Y'all, y'all are constantly looking for a paycheck. Wow. Here's where it gets even scarier. There's examples of DNA also being the reason people are unable to get employed or get fired from jobs. For example, Republican Congress devil Virginia Fox proposed this bill called H.R. 1313, which would not only require employees to see your genetic data, but it would also allow them to potentially avoid offering you health insurance or even fire you based on the data that they find. Whoa. It's heavy. All of it's heavy. <laughs> and you know what? And you really, of course, it's Virginia, Commonwealth State. Damn. Mm-hmm. And they're going out of their way to do this stuff. And in the even scarier part, this is where your mom really is nailing the shit, is it's not as if this is all just like future shit, right? This isn't all just stuff that they're trying to do to us. There's actually a history of this already existing in the country. For example, in the 1970s, several states passed laws requiring genetic screenings for sickle cell anemia, which you know is basically like a black disease that's some shit that black people primarily suffer with right and in this case many people tested positive for sickle cell traits but didn't have sickle cell anemia meaning like genetically you're more predisposed for it but that doesn't mean you're you have it or will have it but they were then subsequently treated differently both in their employment employment and insurance because of the possibility that they might have it in the future I'm going to tell you, see, and that is just so uh, directly directed at black people. Like you said, it is a black disease. And I had to do like uh, before I had, you know, when I was pregnant, you have to do like some, uh, you know, they test your genetics and stuff to make sure that the baby is not going to have anything like Mm -hmm. really extreme or whatever. uh, What's the likelihood? And so when I got my stuff back, you know, my husband, he did have sickle cell trait, does not have sickle cell. I do not have sickle cell trait. But what mm-hmm. I did have was a bunch of stuff that like black people never really get, right? Mm. So see, that's what I'm saying. The, the white, when if, if I get my mind back, it's gonna be white popping up. And so there's a whole lot of Polish in there. Right, it's coming. <laughs> man, and it was like and that shit was scaring me. It was like all this muscular dystrophy. I mean, it was like some really, really dark shit. And I'm like, so you over here worried about sickle cell? No, you need to be worried about what's going on inside some of these white genes, okay? Yep. Because that shit was scary. Mm. what is this and that's the scam right that's where it's truly a scam against black people is not that there's no benefit in knowing that you potentially could have sickle cell or carry this trait the scam is they're only going to look for the shit and criminalize the shit that primarily attacks black people when the other stuff that primarily is hitting white folks they're going to be like eh, that's common it's normal You'll be okay. You don't have it now, right? You good. Enjoy right. your work. Enjoy your insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is really, really serious, you know. Uh-huh. Um, you're you're going to need aid from the state your entire life. If you yep. look, don't worry about, don't worry about it. We're worried about this sickle cell, what these Negroes are over here doing. This is a problem. It's, it's fucking nuts. What? Hey. Uh, at least your, your DNA is safe and sound with the government, and you don't have anything to worry about. 
Oh my God. And you know what? And I'm like actively now campaigning against the situation because, you know, <laughs> I'm, I've joined my mother. And so I just really want people to know that like also scientifically, like it is a hundred percent like an estimate. Yep. Like they basically like humans are at 99.9% the same. And so basically they take these things called nucleotides, which I don't even, you know, fully understand what they are. Who does? Exactly. <laughs> but it's basically, you know, it's it's like it's the thing that can separate why some people are tall and some people are short. Mm-hmm. And so they just match this to a general area where like, OK, a lot of people from Switzerland, I'm not saying it's true because I'm, I'm just making shit up, are tall. Yep. You're tall. OK, so your shit must go back to Switzerland. Exactly. That is so like generic and bland. Like, do not do this. Do not give yeah. me some of your DNA. This is fake. <laughs> it is not real. You're none of these things. Okay? You, you ain't Swiss. People. Just stay the fuck home. Don't give them your DNA. God damn it. Yes. Yes. Just be happy with your slave and sharecropping roots. <laughs> okay. That is who I you love are. that. I love it. We're going to take a break. We're going to be back with more Chandra Russell and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. 
We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. That's that on that. That's that on that. Yeah, we're back here with more Chandra Russell. More my mama told me. We're still talking about the fucking criminal work that these companies are doing, that the government is doing to work with them, and that the police are somehow in on. Everybody's trying to kill us, and that just seems to be. Yeah, don't give them your spit. You think your spit is harmless? It is not. It's Y'all actually better super swallow. valuable. Don't spit, swallow. <laughs> and that's something I've been saying for years, even before I did this research. <laughs> Y'all better swallow. Don't spit, swallow. That's when I run for office. That's gonna be my campaign slogan. <laughs> Y'all better swallow. <laughs> Just you on a poster with your thumb yep. up. I love that. <laughs> Okay, I want to play a game. We're going to play a game. And this game is a little something that I call, you better take your black ass back in the house. In the name of white Jesus and all great white men who have come thereafter, I command our black nigga soul back to the depths of hell. Okay, it's, it's a fun game. As you know, as of late, a fair amount of famous black men have been coming forward as secret Trump supporters. You've got your Daryl Strawberries, your Ice Cubes, your 50 Cents, your Isaiah Washingtons from homophobic fame. All the people who are sort of have been living in, in what you would assume to be a world where they would support Democratic views or certainly at least liberal views and supporting black people are now coming forward and saying that they've been Trump supporters all these years. The game that we're going to play, what I'm asking you to do is to predict a few others who you think might secretly be sitting with some Trump ties in their pockets. All right, it's going to take me a little moment. I, re- I really got to mm-hmm. do some, some serious thinking here. And it's it's there. I will say there is a consistency amongst the type of men that end up being Trump supporters outside of Ice Cube. He sort of surprised me a little bit, but it's a lot of like pretty controversial figures, people who like both have been highly celebrated and also are dickheads in some form or fashion uh, historically. Right. And so it's like you could go like an easy route where like, okay, you would maybe say somebody like a Terry Crews, but I don't think so because he's he's kind of sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. People who have come out for the Trump, you can't be a sensitive black person and be so pro-Trump. Yeah, I almost think Terry Crews hits me more as a non-voter than he is, uh, which which also is gross and yucky and a bunch of the things that you could say it is. But like he seems like somebody who's like, I just believe in love and voting means that we are picking a person over another person. And that would mean that that person is less valuable. And I don't want to do that. And it's like, shut your dumb ass up, Terry, and vote for the man that ain't going to put you in jail and cut your clit off. Stop. Grease your ass up and vote. Okay. Yeah. Look, I don't have much proof, but my my spirit is telling me the baby. Oh, whoa, whoa! Oh my God! The <laughs> baby of all people. Tell me more. I mean, he's you know he's he's complicated. He's controversial. He's always he's punching people. You know, his his woman situation is mixy. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Trump's woman situation is mixy. Yep. They both have a lot of hoe in them. Yeah. A disrespectful amount of hoe in them. And I know, you know, the baby would never, you know, probably wouldn't be grabbing pussies because he's very handsome as well. But the handsome motherfuckers <laughs> do be grabbing pussies, so it doesn't matter. But just I don't know, something about 
his energy and you know he just did that stuff with Kanye recently like the yeah. way he's aligning himself yep. and he always has struck me as a person who really doesn't give a fuck which way the tide is moving like a I'm a do me type person Yes, you know and that them black trumps you know they're not go with the tide type people sure I think although it devastated me to hear his name as a possibility I think everything you're saying is starting to make a little bit of sense that like at the end of the day all the people who are sort of becoming like these pro-Trump people have both a mix of controversy sort of cooked into their history and then an unwillingness to apologize for that controversy and so what we're talking about is a person who, while I don't think is, uh, at least in, in my little knowledge of him, is necessarily an evil human, right? At the end of the day, the shit that he did that was bad, he ain't going and being like, sorry, y'all, I fucked up. It's more like, right. you know the baby, the baby do the baby stuff. So I slap dude. Right. <laughs> you know, I shot somebody in Walmart. <laughs> I murdered two people. And if I got to murder again, I'll do it. I'll do it and I'll still rap about it. And didn't Donald Trump tell you he could walk down Fifth Ave and kill anybody he wanted to and get away yep. with it? I'm yep. just saying. <laughs> you know and that saying? and that's just a ghost written baby bar as far as as far as I can tell. Ain't it though? And it's hot. That it's, is a bar. Listen, my man was spitting when he said it, and I like what's happening. You know who I was thinking about that I think potentially could fall into this category, and I'd be actually super surprised if he isn't, is uh Columbus Short. Oh, absolutely. Columbus Short, I was like, yeah, that motherfucker, he's got to be a Trump supporter. Yeah. Yeah. And he also ruined that, the uh, what did he do, True to the Game? He ruined that classic hood novel in that movie. Sure. Bad casting. <laughs> I didn't know about either of those things, but. <laughs> For those who know, I see you. I feel you. You, know, you were wrong. You know. That Columbus Short ruined True to the Game, a classic hood novel and uh, film, I guess now. Yeah, they got a number two coming out, but let's not even talk about that. Woo, that's going to be bad. But back to him in the Trump situation. Absolutely. Because yep. he's also un unapologetic. Yep. And why is he so crazy? I don't know. But I once was doing an audition for a uh, television show where we had to do stand up and Columbus Short was at the club where we were performing and he went on stage and did like 20 minutes. He's not a comedian, by the way, but did 20 <laughs> minutes of just like telling the history of his career where he literally like walked through every job that he ever had in film and television and then basically like berated all the people that fired him or or accused him of being bad people to the point there's no laughs there's no nobody's enjoying this obviously, experience obviously and to the point it was his birthday by the way why he's at a fucking comedy club in Burbank on his birthday doing this who knows but it was his birthday they let him on stage they let him do this shit and it went so long and so far that at a certain point the host of the show had to pry the microphone out of Columbus's shorts hands like that he, he had to fully pull the microphone from his hands and then afterwards I went on stage and I bombed so you know <laughs> I'll never forgive that nigga Columbus Columbus Short, and I believe he's a Trump supporter. That's all this is coming from. Because you also have some personal ties to it. Uh -huh. He's also one of the, when visiting LA, it was like one of the first, my first celebrity sightings was at this party and he was there. And this was like years ago, like 10 years ago or some shit. And it, for me and my friend, it was like, it was like exciting because he mm -hmm. wasn't yet crazy, right? Yep. 
And so, I mean, he was always crazy, but we sure. didn't know he was crazy. And so it was like, oh, shit, like, we're really out here in L.A. Like, we just got off the plane, basically. We already out with celebrities. Like, we really thought we were just doing some shit with old Columbus Short, old lame ass. <laughs> and he was, like, really dancing and, like, by himself. And I feel like you yeah. always got to watch them, t- you know, in, like, dancing, dancing. You yep. know, y'all can't really see, but my doing some real serious dance. No, she's killing it. Exactly. (laughs) And so he was doing that just like by himself. And there was not like, there wasn't a supportive circle around him. No. He just dancing. Right. And I'm like, dude's weird, bro. Yeah, you don't have a great sense of what you are and what you mean to the community. If not only are you dancing by yourself with that kind of enthusiasm, but people don't even want to circle around you. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we liked you because you could dance. And you are that awful that people are like, I don't even give a fuck if Columbus Short is dancing in a room. Like, we're turned off. Like, yeah. we, don't, we didn't come for this. We didn't we, come for your performative dancing in the middle <laughs> of the floor. Like, okay, came to have a drink and meet some people. You know, right. shit. You're ruining and, the vibe, Columbus Short. I have a, a vibe on another person. I'm that, excited. This will be our closer. Give me your big closer. Okay. This one sounds foolish, I know. But I'm going to say Young Buck. Whoa. Of G of G unit fame. Wow. Let me tell you why, right? Okay. You know, it's not always a random, not nearly as successful, mm. you know, black that comes out like I think, oh shit, I cannot think of his name right now. See, that's how relevant dude is. But there's like a, a producer who in the two thousands was very popping and yep. had recently and he was like at a rally and Trump was saying his name but was saying it wrong. Damn, who was this guy? Do you know what I'm talking about? I hope it's not Jazzy Faye. That's no, I no, pray no, to God no. it's not Jazzy Faye. <laughs> Jazzy Faye is cool. Jazzy and then right after this ends, I'm gonna find this, I'm gonna find this dude. And if I do, y'all need to go back and edit and put his name in here, damn. I hope it's who here's who I hope it is. It's Polo like, Don. Oh, great, great. I love that. It's Polo <laughs> Don because Donald Trump was like uh Polo the Don, like the way he was saying his name, Polo, is Polo here. It's spelled the same way. Right. Right. Didn't, there's no accent mark. He was tearing his name the fuck up. And I was so confused, you know, when I'm like what, seeing the stuff on Instagram. I'm like, well, why is everybody so upset? I don't know who the fuck he's even talking about. And then I'm like, right. then I'm reading the comments and I'm like, oh my God, Polo the Don. Like, see, somebody has had better days. Sure. Right? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I don't know, Young Buck kind of giving me them vibes. He's had some that... better days, a little random come up, maybe get a little buzz off your Trump support. Mm. Just like, just weirdos. I like that. You know why? Because Young Buck represents a person who has been hurt by everyone and everything that he invested in. He thought G-Unit was going to be like the thing that saved him. And then 50 basically called him a hoe and like left him for dead. And the games, uh, you know, laughed at him and they had their shenanigans together. But like at the end of the day, Young Buck doesn't have anything. And much like these sort of uh, frustrated whites who have attached themselves to Donald Trump, Young Buck represents that same kind of thinking of like somebody who's just leeching on to a man who inspires the hopeless, who inspires the people with nobody. Yep. 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 Look, it was a long shot. But I think I think we have come to something with Young Buckington. 
Young Buckington is, in fact, a Trump supporter. And that's the rumor that we're going to end on. That's the rumor that y'all need to go home with and do your research to figure out exactly how to prove that we are correct about our accusations Reddit. that are Reddit, mostly unfounded and just rooted in people's personalities. <laughs> what a great time, Chandra. This was so much fun. Thank you for this doing the podcast. So much fun and informative. And I think we should applaud, you know, Langston's amount of research. I didn't know you were such a studious character, you know. I mostly yeah. see you making laughs and old man skeet jokes, you know? <laughs> you got something going hey, up in the nignog hey, there. Hey, listen, you can be a pervert and a dude that hangs out at a library. Both yeah. of those things can be true. That, and I that's... learned that today from you. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you tell the people uh, where they can find you, what any cool shit you got going on, any of that stuff? You know, as soon as coronavirus is over, I'm going to be filming Southside Season 2, and then Hell that's yeah. going to drop, and I'm going to be on that, and Langston's going to be on that, and it's going to be very very good and very funny so stay in your house mask the fuck up because i'm trying to go shoot i need to get this bread and i want to be back on tv so think about me yeah. before you go out thank stop, you stop being selfish you idiots and let chandra get back on tv wear your mask so that she can go film Southside season two which is going to be so funny she's great Please. in the first season you're going to want to see the second one and as always follow me on the instagram and the twitter uh, at langston kerman and please send us anything that you come up with drops theories voice memos artwork we would dearly love to see all of it and i'll even probably mention some of it on the podcast uh when you send it over there so yeah send it to my mama pod at gmail.com and uh otherwise bye bitch This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.